0: I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along You walk into a tavern. No. In front of you, there is there are tables set up with patrons from from the nearby lands. Of Discord. There... <laughs> there, is, there is a bar with a bartender behind it. A beautiful woman wiping down the counter. What do you do? Uh, I walk up to the woman. I'm going to roll diplomacy. Oh. Um, and I'm going to ask for a change. Okay, this is not a role-based... Game. This is. I mean, we're just in roleplay, but you know what? I am going to to roll. I mean, you uh, can't. Of course, it's a roleplay game. You said you walk into a tavern. That's the start of every stereotypical D and D game. That's this ever is supposed to be existed. like a spoken word fun. Okay. Thing, well, but no. Hold on. Role, I am rolling. Role, I am I rolling. Okay. Good. <laughs> I got a net twenty. <laughs> You have to I I got a net twenty. Okay. Okay. Firstly firstly (laughs) We're gonna get sued for having that in our show. Secondly, I have an app on my phone that I have set up that anytime I roll a net twenty it plays your body is dry from kill a kill. (laughs) Your diaper's dry. (laughs) Your diaper's dry Alright, oh so I walk up to her. I get a nat 20. Your diaper is dry, you know roll. Okay, you you walk up. You're asking for a change, but you did just roll the best thing that you can roll. Please yeah. explain to me how you ask this um, woman. Pretty please, miss. Can I have a change and, and a cuddle for a minute? The world is really long, and I'm really sleepy. That was spectacular. Thank you. Um, so, the, the woman behind the counter... Uh, the bartender is going to look at you and um, see your cute little adventuring gear with no pants, obviously. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, that, you're soaking wet I mean, diaper and um, yeah, like I'm sure you smell. And <laughs> <laughs> and she she takes one look at you and she goes, um, "Well, this this isn't that kind of story. And I, what, I this was a normal story that I was. I'm just a normal tavern owner who who doesn't do. I'm not into." This, but you know what? You're so cute now. I am suddenly magically into it. That's so weird. Yeah, I rolled a nat twenty. Let's um, keep it going. <laughs> so yeah, let's just come on into my back room. I'll get you changed. I I know. I know. I did just say I, I'm. This isn't something I'm. I'm into or something I do. But like, I do have a full size nursery. Yeah, mm-hmm. you yeah, got twenty. Uh, I think that's. I think it's weird that I do have that. I no, it's so a nat twenty. Move it was a. Uh, to- it was. It was a gift from my my great uncle. And um, yeah, I, so you, I, 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 I meant don't... to, I keep meaning to sell it, and I just never do. But now I have a good, you, you know yeah. what? It's all the Nat twenty. Let's keep <laughs> it going. Okay, so you just, could just come on with me. She, she lifts open the little, uh, <laughs> what is it, the flap to allow yeah, you yeah. into the back of the bar. There's like a door. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go into the the door area into your beautiful new nursery. Mm-hmm. You are uh, overwhelmed by the beauty and uh, <laughs> the angelic littleness of the whole experience. Somehow you have tran- transferred from a uh, a fantasy, uh, dirty, grimy kind of RPG world where you to, do have to make survival yeah. to to a modern day uh, nursery, right? Yes, and it is now a modern day nursery <laughs> with like brand name disposable diapers yes. and um, like the uh, there's artisanal craftsmanship yes. on all your wooden baby furniture. And um, there's wallpaper, even though wallpaper didn't exist. Did wallpaper exist? I guess I don't know a lot about medieval times. I assume it didn't exist. <laughs> it seems like a like an American thing. Um, so yeah, uh, you are you're welcomed into your nursery okay. and placed oh. upon the changing table by this this woman who you swore was about your height, but now is actually much bigger. All right, I'm gonna use assurance on perception to detect the trap that's on the crib bar. All right, and assurance means that I that I just succeed uh, a basic level roll um, to detect this trap. I know the trap's there. Uh, I'm going to trigger it. You're in- intentionally triggering... Yeah, 100%, yeah. Intentionally triggering the trap yeah. on the changing table. Yes. Okay, uh, as you climb on the changing table and you manage to uh, miraculously and delicately avoid every single trap mm-hmm, laden mm-hmm, within mm-hmm. it, um, you kind of get a little pouty and intentionally kick one of them, and <laughs> then suddenly uh, these uh uh cuffs appear and wrap around your wrists and um strap uh appears and magically binds (sighs) around you and now you are uh immobilized on the changing table oh the woman seems surprised she did not expect the uh the trap to happen this is not her furniture oh no please uh, suddenly, for no discernible logical reason, um, through storytelling narratives or mm-hmm. psychological mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, motivation, uh, the woman suddenly grows a, a warm but uh, sort of sly smile at the sight of this cute little baby diaper yeah, girl on 100%. the changing table. And now her personality does completely shift awesome. to that of a uh, kind of stern... Um, disciplinarian who leans down and brushes your cheek with her hand and tells you um, oh you're such a cute little baby and you're gonna stay here forever and this is your life now all right and scene <laughs> so so I just won D that's how you win D D if anyone was was confused um, also that's why you should listen to changing tabletop apparently <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what cold open you had planned, <laughs> but, but that it just was, happened. It was not rolling a d20, and it was <laughs> not you rolling a 20. Let me tell you. <laughs> Welcome to the usual bet at 18 and up age play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet in the losers and diapers for the next episode. I am the little sister and counter-extraordinaire Sophie e- Elizabeth. That's a lot of ease. It's one really big E. Oh, I see. It's like font, and not like, like 50. tall. It's not like it's not to scale. Like yeah. it's it's actually just really long. Like oh, they I see. It's it stretched. Those three okay. lines go way and out. Like, wow, is that still an E? I don't even recognize anymore. Yeah. Okay, I am the big sister and and d d d d master Chloe Elizabeth. Welcome to the show. Yeah, it's me. <sighs> well. Okay. Do we have like topics or something? Wait, Wait you, you always complain about the bet when you lose. So oh. I feel like I'm required by a law to complain about the bat. Okay. I mean that seems kind of kind of I mean, you lost, I so I feel like you should, should just have lose with won. dignity. Yours is dumb. Um No it's not. I I'm better. I I don't know what you usually say here. Something like that. I feel like you, you you think I should have won, because I think that you would go ham on a on a, a baby rattle rhythm game. You love rhythm I games. I certainly would, but I think I'd feel littler, littlier, little, uh, littlier, like the block game. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. Um, I really like both. I'm glad it was, like, pretty close as it was. But... Also, I'm pretty sure your thing's just maracas. No, it's a single marac. It's a- <laughs> At the se- if you were to do two baby rattles, that would be that's, absurd. That's promo. That's, that's like that's... the people who go to arcades and play DDR exactly. on like extreme exactly. just to show exactly. off. Here you close your eyes, you play it you play both of them, you're flipping them in your hands and everything, oh, and you yeah. look ridiculous. Uh huh. You bring your own baby rattles <laughs> to the arcade because the ones that they have aren't good enough. Exactly. You can plug your own baby rattles <laughs> in. <laughs> That's not our topic. We can't. We can't. we, No, we already did that. you are extrapolating you on the no, back. We, we have to push it away. I have. I have. We have things to talk about. I have things that I came up with, and you have something you came up with. I wanna. I wanna do it. I wanna. I wanna do the show. Okay. Um. I have a thing. You have a thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go first. No. Rock paper scissors. <sighs> okay. All right. Okay. Two uh, out of three or best. Once best again, one? audio media. Two out of three or best not- one? No, best two out of three is always a. Okay. Ready. Okay, okay, okay. Rock paper, paper scissors. scissors. Oh. Oh wait, did we don't shoot cuz you looked like you were about to do another shoot. I was. You yeah. Darn it. <laughs> okay, come on, ready? All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, that's one. Okay. ready. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, shoot. Tie game, tie game. All right, ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No. The comeback. Uh, first off, Not write down write down uh, a baby version of that game for as a topic because I I think I think we Can need. Can we to just pre- make the topic now? No, no. I know we have other topics. But... I really want to talk about this now. Okay. Okay. V- Darn it. it's, it's fast. It's quick. We just got to come up with three all things. Right, it's, all right. It's a simple topic. So, simple, diaper, plan, obviously. Simple plan. Hold on. Simple plan. The band. Simple plan. <laughs> um, we just need three things. One that counteracts another, but is weak to the other. Okay. okay? So um, three, three baby related. Diaper things. baby binky, that'll be the game. Mm, okay, how how? Okay, maybe not. We got we got. Yeah, if you we gotta do. Find okay, so if we need diaper, diaper counteracts baby, right? We need something that baby counteracts that counteracts diaper. Yeah, so I was thinking more having just objects like rock paper scissors. Okay. Um. So like what like diaper passy pinky see this this is see, okay. hard okay what what is, what beats diaper um honestly probably a bottle because it gets the diaper on okay eventually. so bottle yeah no that's I I can see bottle the logic. beats diaper that is that is as tenuous as scissors and rock <laughs> somehow being a thing so I no I, paper and rock is what I always questioned I, I don't okay so we've got we've got bottle beats diaper okay we need something that simultaneously beats bottle. And diaper beats it. Okay. So, what does diaper beat? Um, I think it's baby. Diaper goes on baby. And baby drinks bottle. Okay. I know that we... Hmm. Okay. Baby drinks bottle. Yeah. But bottle wets diaper. Exactly. Baby kind of wets (laughs) diaper. No, but come on. We th- we are we are more we are more rational than the the original game right now. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll start with, we'll start with baby as our base. Okay. Diaper clearly beats baby. Absolutely. Baby beats bottle. Baby clearly beats bottle. Bottle beats diaper. I guess bottle does beat diaper exactly, and I I would say the bottle diaper relationship is about as tenuous as the rock paper exactly and I think that maybe it may be a cornerstone of the game because people are always like why does rock beat paper so now people are going to be like why does bottle beat diaper and I think that's part of the game it keeps it in the spirit that's true that's (laughs) true when you're learning about it 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 does you do question it and I think that's part of the, the thrill so is it bottle diaper baby is that the name of it Is that the best flow? Uh, Bottle diaper baby. Baby bottle diaper. Baby bottle diaper. Baby bottle diaper? Baby bottle diaper. It's like baby bottle powder. All right, let's... Let's... Oh, we'd have to come up with whole symbols. All right, we need people to come up with hand symbols for us and email them. Hold on. You can't email a hand symbol. Yes, you can. Just take a picture of your hand and email me that PNG. I don't want pictures of people's hands. That's a fetish. Well then, send them to pudding. This is a this is definitely us asking for porn directly, <laughs> and that's not fair. Hey, y'all got feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so bottle could be um like a cup, like oh, a holdy, holdy, baby's baby's thumb and mouth. Um, hmm, you you want it like out, you know? Yeah. Mm. Because so so cup like holding a, a cup, cup is, is this bottle, bottle. That's really good. Um, how do you do a diaper with just a hand? I, I, mm. um, uh, we're making the stupidest hand sign. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um. Oh, maybe like this? Like you're checking a diaper. Oh, okay. So, so, like so a it's a take, take the cup and but then turn it. So it. your palm is facing up. But then, but you got to take the thumb and you got to place it aside. Okay. So like a hand, of- it's like a hand out giving Cup. gesture and yeah. it's like checking Cupping the bottom of a diaper yeah. absolutely all right all right i like that i like yes. that awesome so now we just need baby i think thumb but how oh. you could just do like a thumbs up like for baby yeah but you gotta tilt it back a little bit like you're gonna put it in your mouth yeah 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 i guess that's the best we got right all right this is open to refinement friends this is a prototype of this game we are, we are, we are, uh, early, early access, you're paying, you're paying with your, your valuable time to play this <laughs> early access game. <laughs> All right, do, let's do a, let's do a round. Okay, okay. So. <laughs> All right, we got bottle, Baby diaper. bottle, diaper. All right. Okay, ba- okay. This is gonna, it's gonna take some time. Ready? ready? Okay. Oh, uh, is it baby bottle, diaper, go? Or is it baby bottle, diaper, shoe? What is this? Shoot is way too grown up. Yeah. So go. Maybe. Maybe wet. Baby. Bottle. Crinkle. Baby bottle diaper crinkle. Okay. I can work with crinkle. Ready? Okay. Ready? Baby bottle bottle diaper diaper crinkle. Okay. What did What is this? You did baby and I did bottle. You beat me. I beat you. Oh. Oh, Oh, it's really cool too because my hand goes in. I like sock it into your hands. Yeah. That's really good. Okay. 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 Oh, and the, the changing motion goes underneath. This is so good. You this works perfectly. Thing. What? Who did? Why did anyone? Wait. So hold on. What about like diaper and uh, bottle? Boom. Bottle goes goes on the seat of the diaper. Okay. Because it wets it. I, can, wets I it. can vibe that. It wets it. I can I can vibe it. This is amazing. Okay. I, we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to upload like a demonstration on how to play <laughs> this game. <laughs> do you want to do another bout? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. All right. Ready? So it's baby Bottle diaper crank. Yeah. Baby, baby bottle, bottle diaper, diaper crinkle. Oh, you beat me. You did bottle, bottle. beats diaper. Yes. Yeah. Woo. God, you I'm beat. so good at this. Got I'm so fucking powerful. Oh, swear, bad word. <laughs> um, I'm so gosh darn powerful. Yes, my little baby sister. You're really good at baby bottle diaper crinkle. <laughs> baby bottle diaper crinkle is the silliest <laughs> name. All right, that's. That's absolutely the episode <laughs> name also. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think I think that I'm gonna do the topic I came up with next week. That <laughs> I I don't think it's a better stupid topic than that. I wanna talk about a topic. Okay. Okay. You can you've the before. It's yours. No, I want you to talk about it. What do you mean? Your topic, I wanna hear it. What? My I topic? don't I don't care if, if our timer goes over our very uh uh strict half an hour regimen Okay. i i think that for baby bottle baby bottle bottle baby bottle diaper (laughs) crinkle shush um (laughs) i think for baby bottle diaper crinkle uh it was worth the extra time (laughs) and i think that the listeners would be fine with it okay i know we have strict rules about our time uh uh-huh but uh uh-huh i think we'll give it a pass this time this one time all right, I, I I can I can I can understand. I we I'll, I'll make an exemption this time and go over our time. We <sighs> set the scene. We set the stage. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. We've been playing a lot of Magic: The Gathering lately. Oh no. Because we wanted to learn about it, and I've learned a lot of things about it. And this game there's... stresses me out so much. I know, but that's only because you don't like deck building. But. That's this, the game. That's no, the whole game. Playing it, but listen, listen, listen. There's okay. something I want to talk about. There's a million expansions, and each expansion does like gives new mechanics and new wonky stuff. Sure. And I can, you listeners, you know where I'm going with this. Where's my baby expansion? I, I, I have a diaper artifact. I play it, and then for, for X amount of mana. Probably, probably planes or yellow man or whatever or something. Uh, I I make the opponent's creature diaper. That gets a minus four to to its attack and like a like a plus one to its its defense or whatever. Planes are white. Yeah. But I do understand how when you see white, you see yellow. Santa, do you that's want, what you I see have, when you're your bit white here. diaper. I have a whole bit here. Do you want? Do you want the bit? Mm, yeah, kind of. Okay, <laughs> ready. Um. So. I think it's a great idea. Uh, a regression theme thing would be great. Yeah, the yeah. the new one that's just came out and the only thing that we have cards for because we just started playing like two seconds ago, literally during this podcast is when we started playing. It <laughs> um, was the uh, the D and D stuff. Yeah, the D and D Five E Forgotten Realms expansion or whatever. So which, like, which is cool because we love D and D. There's all this stuff in the expansion about like using D and D. Cards or spells or Mm -hmm. whatever as rolling dice. Yeah, you have to roll dice in order to do stuff, and it's really interesting (gasps) and really cool. And they have things like dungeons where you go into a dungeon. I don't fully understand this, but it's it's showing that the the rules for or the scope of these expansions can be really big. Right. So I love the idea of a regression themed deck. I would I would absolutely build a deck. Based on themes of regression, and then all you do using your deck is regress your opponents yeah. until they are baby and can't all, fight all, back. All cards, all cards have a target uh, uh, opponent f- effect as well. So with the diaper oh. card, you target opponent; they have to go put on a diaper. You get a passy spell, which is not the diaper artifact, and you can and you can you can cast it on a, a creature. Which nullifies its ability, it silences it, and and then boom, your opponent suddenly has a pass and and they can't they can't talk right, and you just keep regressing them until they start making mistakes because they're they're oh, all yeah. Little. Once you baby them <laughs> so much, they they start thinking like baby. Exactly. And then, yeah, I'm get I'm, that I'm really brain. excited for the hypno card. Oh, the uh, hypno card. Yes. Yeah, and uh, it'll it'll make it'll make. Baby more baby. (laughs) It actually that's all the dialogue on it. Make baby more baby. baby And And then it says like press this button, hold up to play. And then like you it's, it's actually like, you know, holographic cards can yeah. kind of like move a little when you... when you like, It's like that. It's like that, but it will hypnotize you into wetting your and, pants. And people think it's just a holographic card, but really, but really, it's a really, really tiny, flexible screen. And then like, you're like, look how holographic it is. You just wave it, and they're like, oh yeah, and they look for the, for the holographicness. And then and it's then, like 10 minutes and, later, and, then it's and they, all they over. don't even realize Their it. cards are gone. <laughs> they're in a playpen. <laughs> okay, so I love the idea of a planeswalker, which I think is a god. Yeah, I don't as understand far as I a understand, lot of this t- game. <laughs> as far as I understand, it's it's cheating. Um, but yeah, I, I do like the idea of bringing God out in our card <laughs> and then being like, uh, actually, I'm gonna diaper God." <laughs> <laughs> I I I really I really I want. Oh, this. you have a you have an ability that you can like tap to mana, and then suddenly I'm lit ablaze <laughs> and I literally die in real life, like in the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna put a binky in your mouth so you can't cast spells. Ah, uh, that's so good. It's so good. I love it. I you love can it. have, like, regression counters where, like, at the beginning of the game, um, if you have, if the second you play, like, a regression <gasps> yeah. thing, you put, like, It's uh, a stacking, it's a stacking debuff. It's a de-stacking debuff. Where, like, you put little, uh, like, a marker on it, like 10. Yeah. And then and it goes down. It down. And that's, like, your age. That's so And then so when you good. get down to zero, that card can't be played anymore. Mm-hmm. Or... And you, you lose the game and must go spend the rest of the game in the playpen. I, I think that's fair and valid. I do love the idea of making our own D4s, and the numbers on them are, like, t- 21, 12, Four and 1. <laughs> right. And then you just turn it. Mm-hmm. As, you, as your age ticks out. And down. then I really love the idea of your friends coming over to play, like, Dungeons and Dragons and <laughs> seeing this ridiculous D4 and be like, what, what is, is that? that? <laughs> I, you could have, so you could also have uh, a bit of duality there, because magic's all, it's got duality and stuff. Offensive regression cards. But positive regression cards, like you have a card that anytime you suck your thumb um, once per turn, you get a life point back to your whole life point bar. Oh, that's cute too. Yeah, so... Like, you can build... There's two kinds of decks here. There's that. the kind of decks where you can regress your opponents, or the kind of decks where you regress yourself, and but dude, this... It's self-care deck. It's... <laughs> yeah, and, and what this does is it makes it impossible for other people to, atta- to attack you because of how cute you are. Oh, yeah. Um, and your monsters become more cute the more, like, bonnets mm-hmm, and and, mm-hmm. and like, stuffers you put in their diapers. It's all equipment that you attach to the diapers. Alright, my yeah. diaper has a rattle. Uh, this one... This one's got a playpen. Uh, you can't... Attack! Um, oh, I know Magic's got like walls or something for flying creatures. It's a playpen. Yeah, obviously. Damn. Yeah, so this writes the... itself. <laughs> it really makes you wonder, like, what Wizards is, is doing. Like, maybe, maybe they just don't understand their market. I, I, I because, don't think they do. Listen, I don't know a lot of people that play Magic, <laughs> but I do think like half of them are littles. Oh, I think I could. At least 70% of my little friends also play magic. There's some correlation. There's a market that they ha- are leaving untapped at the end of their turn. Suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I. So. So. I we went to the CasaCon recently and they made custom cards against humanity cards, right? Yeah. And and they, they can were, make custom magic cards. Exactly, they can't. They made our usual bet playing card. There's no rules if you can make that thing. So they could absolutely make custom baby magic cards. And I'm I'm hoping the next little event I go to, whether it's a Casa Con, a Teddy Con, a Capcon, a Baby Con, I don't know. I'm hoping somebody comes there with the baby expansion pack, the regression expansion pack and and we can play magic with that. I would love to, except I still, maybe the baby one could be, like, rules light, so I don't have to understand what I'm doing. Uh, it's, it's They're simplified, really fine for baby. only one sentence allowed per <laughs> card. And um it'll be called the Baby deck like in the fandom, and a lot of it'll be like jokes like, haha, if you play with this, you're a baby because like, yeah it's you're, simple. you're so you're, you don't understand the com- complexities of uh, card games, See, And I'm then, like I don't, I don't understand and then, and then you play against them and you beat them because you regress them. Yeah, and then every time you regress someone, um, and you win a game, you get to put a regression card in their deck, and they are permanent. required to play that deck. Mm-hmm. Like, any time they play that deck, that regression card is in there forever. And, and then someone sees that they lost. to, to they, they lost, they were regressed, because they have to play that card. Once it enters your hand, you, you must play it, if possible. Then you have your own cards that say, like, if they have a regression card in their deck, they must go through their deck, get their regression card, and play it on the field. <laughs> and that, like, makes them makes them have some counters or mm-hmm. some it's a negative a negative effect. one one or uh um, on anti land i don't i don't know magic you're, you're saying something I'm close i'm saying to a lot of words that i know are words you're, maybe related you're, to you're circling around being right yeah <laughs> i don't need to be right i need to be adjacent to it and i think i'm getting there <laughs> all right I, I i hope you liked my idea I, I love your idea. I think that now I shouldn't even bother playing Magic until their aggression decks do come that's, out. That's fair. Honestly, I understand that. I understand that feeling. I, I do know for a fact that, like, Wizards and other companies that make games like this do get much of their inspiration from our shows. So I know, I hope this, I, know. I hope this <laughs> does help them. Since the, since the production companies in our community can't take our help, at oh, least someone no, can. No, they can. <laughs> the diaper companies choose not to. Anyway. Okay, is that your topic? That's it. I have a topic. All right. Okay. What is it? A strange spin from our usual rapport. Our usual bet. I... The usual rapport. That's our new show. Um... What was I saying? What did you... Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I, oh, in, in a change from our usual report, I am coming up with a serious topic for a change. And <gasps> yours is st- stupid. Man. Sophie. Oh, okay. Yours is Sophie and mine is Chloe. So we did a Sophie episode. We did a Chloe episode. This then is we sw- our, our training, yeah. Trading Spaces episode. This, yeah, Trading Spaces. <laughs> we actually... Uh, you don't know this, but we switched chairs. Um, yeah. And uh, the, the location of where we record... And the spot we sit and the chair we're in is directly correlated to our personality. To our personality. So we we switch personalities all the time. If we ever just switch spots, it's really awkward as well. Because if you walk through our computer room and you accidentally step in like the the Chloe spot, you, you do instantly become, wet your pants. And and if you if you step into Sophie's chair, it just automatically straps you in and you bounce there because it's a baby bouncer retaliation. Mm-hmm. That was some Sophie tier quality. It's the spot. chair. We to <laughs> spots. Okay. Um, yeah, but anyway, my topic is, is more, uh, serious. Okay. Well, what you got for me? What's, what's up? So uh, we got an email. This was a few weeks ago, actually. Mail time. Mail time. So the, in the email, someone was talking about how their mom found out that they wear diapers Oh, and I don't, no. I don't know how exactly, cause this was a few weeks ago and I have a bad memory, but, um, basically we were asked, what do, what, what do you do in this situation? Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about the concepts of getting caught b- about friends or family. Yeah. And then how you address these, these things. Okay. So. That is heavy. Yeah. Um. First and foremost, I think that it's normal to get caught. Yeah, it's it's impossible to just hold a secret forever and never expect someone to catch you. Not maybe not find out the whole details, but you you are going to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. I know when I've been caught in the past, I always think like, oh, I could have done this differently. Oh, I could have uh, done this, like, I could yeah. have put this away better. I could have hid this better. I could have uh, not done this this day. I knew that there was a potential of this. Mm-hmm. Or even mm-hmm. if I didn't know there was a potential, like, I shouldn't have done this and blah, blah, blah. And then I feel guilty. And then I have like those those binge purge things where you're like, yeah. maybe I shouldn't be baby. And I can't believe people know this about me and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. But that is not the case. I think most people who are little with semi-regularity have been caught. It is normal. It is a normal thing to happen. You know, it's because there's, one, it's impossible to just keep a secret forever and never, like I said, give a lead on it. But also, little stuff has a lot of moving parts. You have a a huge thing to hide, a ton of tiny little toys, binkies, stuffies, every kind of thing for you to accidentally leave out, powder, anywhere. I, I have a story about that. Um, um, and it's, there's just so much to manage, it's, it's almost, like, improbable to avoid being caught at some point. Yes, and I, I want to touch on some times I was personally caught, I think on the show I've mentioned before, um my my mom has walked in on me when I was dressed up in like a frilly baby mm-hmm. dress and I pulled the blanket up really fast over my like mm-hmm. shoulders to make sure like she didn't see and I don't think she saw but but I don't know mm-hmm. um another another time is um my brother walked in on me and I was in a pull-up and this was when I was pretty young and honestly I don't know what he saw because I like Hold my shirt down and like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. told him to get out and stuff. But he I, that he, he paused and I don't know if like maybe he saw. It's complicated. I um, yeah. There's always that it. questioning mm-hmm. aspect of it where it's like, did they see? Did they not see? I don't know if I should mention this. Um, I I also have some like as I said. So just to go through real quick because I think they've been talked about or at least mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a step sibling once. Find my my baby bottle with milk in it currently because he, he came into my room and I shoved it between my bed and the wall and everything and then he didn't leave for a really long time and he found it and asked me about it and I, I threw my then girlfriend slash mommy under the bus <laughs> it was like and she told me to and she's like oh it's know yeah, it's mine the the numbers on the side help me regulate my lactose intake <laughs> which was incredible no um, lie right and um. I I pff, and uh, I left my first Binky um, at my parents' house when I moved on accident, and I know they found that because they broke down that whole room and turned it into part of the kitchen. So there's no way they didn't find it, and it's a big nook, five and everything. So I have the same experience with um, when I moved to Australia. I had to leave a lot of my stuff behind, mm-hmm. but there were some like diapery things or baby things I didn't want to throw away. Um, so I had a space in my closet where like, it was like a, a, a box where I would put stuff and there were like cloth diapers in there mm-hmm. specifically is what I could not take with me. What are the cloth diapers? Mm-hmm. Um, they're just really big and they didn't fit. They're huge. They're so big. But, um, but anyway, I, when I, by the time I co- came back home a year later, my mom had moved. And I knew <laughs> that box. Like it got the box got thrown away because I mentioned it to my mom, and she said it got like anything that was like it got thrown mm-hmm. away. But like, come on! Like, of course she checked what was in it. you Got like, it. You're moving. You're moving. Yeah. So that's the thing, and I, I'm sure that's uh, yeah. So, so the problem is, what do you what do what do you do in these situations when you get caught? And I have some answers. I'd like to discuss them with you as well. First and foremost, before we start, I want to say that it's probably different for friends and family. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, (laughs) I have told friends before and they wind up telling other people. That's terrible. It's terrible. I've never had that happen, but that's awful. Or if I have had it happen, the people that they told aren't in my life, so they're not in my life, so it doesn't affect me. Um... So I think that there's definitely a disparity here between the two. Family, I think are people generally that you're stuck with. Mm-hmm. I mean not like I'm not saying that you have to to always be family oriented and family focused and if especially if your parents or siblings whatever put you in a bad physical or mental health then uh it's obviously something that you can cut out of your life. Mm-hmm. But for a majority of people I think that um they don't. So family is a permanent construct but alternatively i feel like because of that as well they almost keep your secrets better yeah like my mom i don't think would tell anyone anything because one one i think parents have this thing about shame and like oh "Oh, well that's gonna reflect on me so they don't want to tell their friends but also like um i don't know there's a sense of camaraderie with like growing up together or spending literally your entire lives together and there's a there's a thing that um even if they you cut off ties with someone in your family right you you don't talk to them Uh you'll always have those ties through the other members of your family and and if you go around sharing your your family member's secret the rest of your family who you are forever tied to might look at you and be like hey what are you doing Alternatively, it's... friends are kind of the opposite, wherein if they're jerks about it or something goes really wrong, then you can just not be their friend anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just cut that tie, and there's no other tie. This boom, gone. Exactly. And uh, alternatively, there's probably a bigger risk of them telling other people, especially if you aren't really good friends or... Um, you don't trust them a lot, and they, they found out anyway. Like, the, mm-hmm. the, the stories where the the bully finds out that you wear diapers <laughs> in college and by d- going in your room or something, the dorm room. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, friends and family are, are different in mm-hmm. terms of getting caught, in my opinion. I agree, and I have, I have some thoughts on that. Okay, so how, how do you handle this? Okay, so I think it depends... For uh, a number of things, uh, I think one of the biggest factors is your age at the time. Hmm. Um, as an adult, you can you can be more genuine and honest with your parents. You just can. Um, so if your parents were to find anything as a teen, they have to fix and correct your behavior and model you into a citizen and all that stuff. As an adult, you're no longer their problem, and you get to make you get to connect them as an adult at, with about some real things. So. I think, and this is, this is a, a unique situation that you should gauge with yourself, your mileage may vary. As an adult, if you are found out, at a certain point you just tell your parents, it, yeah, it's a kink. I, 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 I don't want to say anything more than that. I, I don't want to talk about it with you because, because your parents probably have their own kinks. They probably do their own weird stuff. Mm, no. no, my parents don't do anything weird. Uh-huh. They're perfectly normal. Uh-huh. They've never you had. You tell sex. yourself that. You tell yourself mm. that. There's a certain point when you just you just tell your parents, "Hey, this is something that we're not going to talk about. It exists. I, I, I we're, we're not engaging in this together." And you just put up that wall. Um, I, I personally don't condone, uh, telling them any more than that. Honestly, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think at a certain point you stop lying to your parents about stuff, you know? uh, I don't know. Here's the thing. There's this thing in society called privacy. Yeah? It is a social norm that uh, it's, it's, it's something that is instilled in everyone Mm -hmm. that there's a concept of publicity and privacy. Mm hmm And like is the case with with i'm sure many a thing that i have done in my life or my parents have seen me do or my friends or my family have seen me do that they know will embarrass me sometimes you just don't say anything you you just don't so i guess i guess i guess yeah let's i want to i want to uh extrapolate on what i'm saying here i'm saying uh you have been followed up on this. Yes, okay. So that's In, that's different. Yeah. In 99% of circumstances unless they are a close friend yeah. I will not engage unless No, you engaged. shouldn't open the door yourself. I so, I will like, I, not only is it my <laughs> is it a right to my privacy, but it's also a freedom to their like, willingness to know information. To if, th- if they yeah. see something they don't like or something they don't want to know about and they decide, hey, this is something that I don't want to ever bring up again. Then, like, I, mm-hmm. I, I I'm, I'm fine with I that. I agree. I'm totally okay with not bringing it up again. So I wanna, I wanna explain what I was saying because I think, I think I, I maybe jumped uh, a few steps mm-hmm. in the process. So I, I was my, the basis of my. You just tell them that it's a kink and you don't want to talk about it. That is assuming you've been, you've been questioned about it or followed up on it or caught mid act and they didn't just run away from you. Um, and the reason I say it's a kink and you don't talk about it anymore, you just limit. You don't talk about it. Limit the amount you share. Um, be private is kind of what I was going for. Um, and you, you explained it a lot better than I. The the less you tell them, the better. The the your personal boundaries that you set up, which you have, a, everyone has a right to, the better. Um, a much better solution is if you can just not talk about it, like you said, just just don't talk about it. But if you are if you are pressed, I think lying at a certain point isn't going to get you any mileage. I Well what do you I mean what do you even say? What do you what do you lie? Nothing's nothing's convincing. There's no convincing thing you can say. Yeah, if you don't have a good lie, you shouldn't lie. If you don't have a good lie if it's like, oh, they found a medical diaper in your closet, you can say, Yeah, I was having some wedding problems yeah. when I had a, the I was, flu last was, month or something. pelvic floor dysfunction and my, my muscles. I went to physical therapy, but I had to wear those for a little while. Boom. That's a free out for me. But that's like... That's if you've got a lie. Yeah. If someone finds a big pacifier next to your you just, big baby yeah. bottle... You're going you're gonna to make it worse by lying. You're going to make them curious and, and, and wonder if you just... If you're just with confidence saying, yeah, it's it's this, let's not talk about it, I think that's a good way to shut down if you are being pressed. So, uh, you said that you should just say, hey, this is a kink. I wholly disagree with that. You think so? What do you, you, what do you, what do you, what then? I... I know my my mom would be fine with it, and my dad would never want to talk about it ever That's again. That's why I said your mileage may vary before I said that. But you have to use I your, think, your sense. I think a majority of, especially parents, um, aren't going to get it. If if they're if they're like either kink friendly and you know they're kink friendly, uh, this is talking about siblings. This is talking about parents. This is talking about friends. Mm-hmm. If you know they're kink friendly, then sure, you can say this is a kink. I don't really like. I don't want to get into it. And that can be left at that. I saying something is a kink to your to, to your parents. You know what? It's possible. I I, I live in a, a a false consensus bubble over here. Oh yeah, for um, sure. And I, cause I, I know a lot of people, not just like in my my present community, but in New York or past life. I, I know I know there's there's more than I see I'm I'm wildly aware of it mm-hmm. I'm I know that there's 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 more to the surface It's kind of like uh, an accepted thing that people are more open-minded and aware and and uh, not puritanical uh, But I, I I don't know how it is for other people Which again, it's why I said your mileage may vary I think if 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 you think that that you can just be honest and and kill the subject then and there I think that has merit But but. I I see where you're coming from, and I definitely think with people who might understand where you're coming from, mm-hmm. it will work very well. Um, the idea of just saying, this is what I am into. I don't really want to get into it. It's a personal thing. And if you know the person can respect that, then sure, more power to you. But I don't think a lot of people do respect that. That's fair. If I know if I was if I was 18 and thoroughly repressed as I was, and I walked in on one of my siblings doing some weird shit... And they just said it's a kink. I would have just shut the door and walked away and gone, okay. <laughs> because really, I, I would have th- thought about it for the rest of my life. I mean, you probably any time like your siblings have walked in on you or anything like that, they probably also have it built in. They're like, I wonder what that is. I'm sure my step sibling who found the bottle still wonders about it to this day. And is like, you know, I did find Chloe's bottle that one time. Was her story true? Um, but I don't I, think people care I, that much. You just said you would have wondered about it forever. I'm a weird person <laughs> who obsesses about stuff. I would wonder about it forever, but I don't know. Like if, so I've got my own my own kinks um, hidden from them. So I, I would have been understanding. That's I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. Um, is is I think I think maybe people are more understanding than we give them credit for, but maybe I'm just a hopeless hopeless uh, beacon of positivity. Naive. Yeah. Naive is a good word. Hopeless speaking of positivity also fits. (laughs) Um. I. I'm going to make a quick flow chart here. Okay. Okay. Um. Kind of what we think your cause of action should be. That sounds good. Number one. The first tier of this flow chart. Okay. I'll give you some responses. Okay. Cool. 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 Um. First tier, who found out? Is it parents? Is it family? Like, siblings? Yeah, yeah. Cousins? Something like that? Is it friends? Is it enemies? <laughs> <laughs> Those are your options. Okay. So, let's let's start with enemy. Okay. We'll get that <laughs> out of the way. Yeah. Do you give them any ammunition? No. Uh, no. You, in fact, they, they find you in this compromising you situation. You you, you gaslight them, <laughs> um, and and if that doesn't work, then you move on to the next flow flow step. Uh. You put them in the compromising position, that and then you, you were take in. a picture, and them. they take a picture. So and when then- when they come into your room to get pictures of your diapers, you hide mm-hmm. in the other closet that's across the room, and you take a picture of them in your closet with your diapers. Also known as the 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 uh, deconstruction of the bully diapers you thing. Uh, the bully the bully is caught diapered, and then and then diapers you to make you equal with them, and and holds it over your head. Yes, that's, exactly. That's, that's the enemy pathway and i think probably the only path you can take Um, we put that away friends ideally friends won't press you ideally Um, ideally you will both nod at each other like ships in the night and and go on your separate ways and never mention it so here is where i think the family and friends are disparate Mm -hmm. friends when it comes to did did they find out and we're before the stage of they brought it up to you. Yes. You have two options. One, never, ever talk about it again. Or two, explain yourself. I firmly believe in a friend situation. Mm-hmm. If you trust them, explain yourself. Okay. I, I see it as a way of being open and honest with who, who you willingly choose to keep in your life, who you trust, who you respect... And being open and honest is going to mean that it's someone that maybe you can talk to about this, um, something something you can bond over, even if, like, they don't get it. They can, hey, I've had people in my life who super don't get it, but they'll still, like, lightly tease me about being a baby. If I spill something on me, they're like, oh, you're such a baby. Like, stuff like that. Like, little things like that. And I like that, and it makes me feel closer to those people. Then again, if you don't trust these people... Uh, and they overnight. and they don't bring it up, don't bring it up. Um, while and then s- if they become your enemies, you, you see back to the enemy flow chart.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> staying on the same tree, if they do bring it up, I think that you're running into the same situation of now your hand is forced, you have to make that decision yeah. of whether or not, like Chloe said, you say, uh, it's a personal thing, I don't want to talk about this, or, like, if you don't trust them, or if they're not close enough to you, or if you say, I... Um I, I am into this. This is a thing that I like, and let's talk about this mm-hmm. and that's a that's a personal decision based on who it is that found out. Okay, uh, switching over to family. Yeah, family, I think, is the opposite of friends in that if they don't mention it, don't mention it. Because it's not, you're not just thinking about the future of your relationship with this person that is really, really hard to get out of your life, Mm -hmm. but you're also thinking about the way that they think of their, of your relationship. The way that, the way you perceive your friendship or, or relationship with someone is not the same as the way that the other person does. They could be similar. They probably have a lot of overlap, but they are not the same. You guys are different people from different perspectives. Nothing is, is going to be identical? And... For you, for them to accidentally walk into a thing they don't want to know about and go, oh, and then they turn and they walk away and they never bring it up again. I think for someone who is forced to engage with you for the rest of time, allow them to have that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I, think that this is where friends and family differ. If they don't bring it up, I see no reason to bring it up. That's fair. Um, unless you have some... Really insightful knowledge, which some people do with their parents or with their siblings, where you think not only should you bring this up, but you also, like, it's a, it's, it's, it's going to go well and they'll understand. I honestly think that no one knows your parents or your siblings quite like you do if you think someone's gonna freak out they probably will freak out and if you think someone is going to just take it really chill they'll probably take it really chill like Mm -hmm. if you're if you're honest with yourself i I say this a lot with coming out as well like oh who do i tell that i'm that i'm gay or who do i tell that i'm trans and like oh do i tell my i have to tell my family blah blah blah. how are they gonna react like they're gonna react probably the way you think they're gonna react oh yeah it's there's not a there's not a lot of people who are going to defy those expectations that you are so familiar with. That's true. Um, and not saying that they, there aren't people, but I, I think that a majority you, you will find that you intrinsically knew the answer before you asked the question. Um, anyway, if a family member does ask, do you have a relationship where talking about your kinks is a good thing? Do you, listen, me and my mom, if my mom asked, I'd probably just tell her. Because honestly, she's the kind of person that I would, I would probably be fine that's with. That's what I was saying. That was what my first point was. I, I it, your violence should vary, but you, you might be able to just tell them, hey, it's this. And I don't, it's not, not, neither of us want to talk about it. But like, honestly, I, I have no qualms with that. Also, like, if I did tell my mom, she'd probably buy me like cute baby stuff for Christmas. And, like, she sure would. And that'd be, that'd be cool. Um, but, alternatively, my father. No. If my father brought it up, I would simply say, this is a personal interest of mine. It is something I like to do on my own time. It literally has nothing to do with our relationship. Mm-hmm. And, unless you have some questions that, like, really impact our relationship, mine and yours, I don't think this needs talking about. Absolutely. And, um, I think a good parent will respect that. Or, if a parent is really, really pushy, you, you just... And holds strong to that. I'm going to talk about all that in a minute, actually. I, but I, I think it. I think it. Um, that again pulls towards that po- original first point I was trying to make of don't don't lie about it. Yeah. It's it's not. You're not going to come up with a good lie unless you have a really really good lie. You have practiced it in the mirror. That is, that is situationally logical. And you have the ability to be so flippant about it that they will never, it oh, will never register on their radar. That's the key to lying, by the way, flippancy. If no details. Lie, no, I, like you. Lie like you don't care? Don't, don't just be dismissive. Be like, oh, I don't know. Well, I guess, I guess, that happened. I, I don't know. Never, never give a bunch of details, come up with some crazy elaborate excuse. Oh, why was this pacifier on the nightstand in your guest room? Oh, oh well, let me take you back to 2004. <laughs> Don't start your, your your journey of a lie. <laughs> um, you just easily say, like, oh, we rented a room out to, so, like, a friend last mm-hmm. night. Oh, that's weird yeah like don't don't give details just don't get, get into it if you need to lie that's your way to go you you want to be flippant you want to not care and you want to have a lie that can't be easily refuted because the yep. second you have to modify or change your lie it's over yeah and then you're getting into like lying again and again and multiple stories and it's just nothing just just don't if you're gonna lie don't engage but more first and foremost don't don't lie don't 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 try it don't try it unless you're so confident I, I understand that there are people out there who um, will say, well, I need to lie uh, in that situation. Then, and Then do it. And that's fair. Yeah. I understand sometimes you need to lie about it. But if you get too into it, if you get too verbose, if you get too explanatory, trap if, you, yourself. if you bring it up to the point of where it becomes a conversation with that person and you're not interested in telling that person, mm-hmm. that's going to make them think about it much, much, much more. Yes. You want to keep it short. You want to keep it sweet. And if you need to lie, I, I understand being in a situation where telling the truth is not a viable option. Absolutely. Um, I think just really most importantly, with all our generalizations here, Use your own common sense in the moment. Only you know about your actual situation. Take everything we're saying and we'll continue to say a little bit uh, and and factor it into your common sense and your decision-making. Don't let us make your decisions. We're yeah. not in your situation. So now that we talked about how you would handle it when you don't tell someone, I want to talk briefly on how um, you would handle it if you do. Okay. Uh, say someone comes up to you and is like, "Hey, I I saw I I like I saw the the diapers in your closet. I I like I'm I just want to know what that's about." Yeah, I I would probably again, uh, now is this is this telling someone it's just telling them it's a kink and pushing it away or is just telling them the truth? I think the kink and pushing it away we talked about. So okay, let's cool. go with the truth. All right. Uh you Again, honesty, first and foremost, genuineness, and uh, more than anything, do not bring your, your self-hate, self-negativity, your oh self-criticism my gosh. into the discussion. I was just going to say the yep. biggest thing you can do in telling anyone about your kinks is confidence. If you think it's weird, if you act like it's weird, if you judge yourself for doing it, you are going to give that person all of those feelings about your interest. You are going to set the stage with your own criticisms. Not only that, but negative emotions linger a lot longer. If you make them feel like this is something you're embarrassed or humiliated by, they are going to think about it a lot more than if you say, Hey, I am ABDL. Mm -hmm. What that means is I like to pretend I'm little and I like to wear diapers sometimes mm-hmm. and it is part of a personal self-help thing. It is, it is part of my own self care. It is a mm-hmm. part of, of, supporting my own mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something I, I generally do in private. Uh, I'm cool to talk about this. If you want to talk about it, I think that'd be cool. Um, but honestly, if you, if you want to just leave it at that, I'm, I'm cool with that. Too. That's a perfect way to do it. I, I was going to say, um, uh, to reinforce the positivity about it the notes i always make sure and hit when i tell someone because obviously i tailor my response to that person is i like cute things because my interest is cute i like soft things because it's soft i like sweet innocent positive things innocent positive i i set the stage i make the keywords i the cards are in my hand i get to frame it how i want and because i i want them to to be understanding of how i really feel about it I'm going to give them positive keywords because I should be using positive keywords. Also, unless they are into kink, and I've touched on this before, but Mm -hmm. unless they know kink and you think that they would be kink-friendly,
1: don't Don't, mention it's a kink.
0: Don't bring sex into it. Don't bring up the sexuality element unless you have to. Um, You can just say, I enjoy it. It's good for my mental health. Simple as that, because the second you start bringing sex stuff into it, it becomes a totally different discussion. the, the reason I said to say it's a kink in the other discussion is we are shutting that conversation down. People don't want to talk about sex. People don't want to discuss this. You you take it, you shut that conversation down, you push it away. This is your real conversation. You you don't want to involve sex. You, you want to explain the more nuanced aspects of it, if they exist for you. And if, if they are kink-friendly, I think that you would be able to talk about the more sexual aspects without it being a big deal. Yeah. Um... And uh, like, this could go a million ways, and there's no way that we can put into an episode every no. possible outcome from it's, this. It's possible they'll go, "Oh, is it a kink thing?" Like, what if they? What if? And you didn't expect that because you don't, you don't know what's behind their curtain. And if they say, "Oh, it's a kink thing," you can be like, "Oh, yeah, it is," because they already know. And yeah. they're asking; they're open to talking about that. There's, I there's think, a lot. the biggest thing is confidence. Just be sure of yourself don't because if, and be if, nice to yourself if you don't if you don't act sure of yourself it's gonna be something they think about a lot more and maybe something they ask other people about hey like did you know this person's like that or oh hey do, mm-hmm. do you know anything about this like because you're un- unsure and that makes them unsure. Mm-hmm. but if you're confident and you can be their only resource and they feel comfortable talking about it then they're not going to talk to other people about absolutely. It. Uh yeah, okay, so I think I think that's topic. Okay. I I feel weird because we are giving advice on something that I don't think can have concrete advice. No, we are I we are mentioning options, we were mentioning outcomes, we are mentioning like avenues that you can take. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, in the moment, everything we say is just gonna be There's a thing in therapy where therapists have to deal with the fact that their clients don't listen to them. (laughs) Um, And that's that's perfectly normal. But your goal in therapy isn't to say, hey, here's your action plan for the rest of your life, and this is how you solve all your problems. Mm -hmm. Goal of therapy is that you say enough things in enough different ways, which is why I'm as verbose as I am. Um, in, until finally something sticks, Mm -hmm. uh, subconsciously even where when something comes up, your almost immediate reaction is to react in a way that you, you learned about earlier that, that you wouldn't have done otherwise. Exactly. And I think that a lot of what we're doing here is that where we're, we're throwing out ideas, we're giving you thoughts about stuff maybe you didn't consider before. Um, and maybe something of this conversation, one thing. Will be helpful to you if this topic comes and, up, and that'll have made the whole the whole topic worth it. If if one person takes away one thing, one simple guideline, and it helps it helps them move forward uh, in a constructive way, that's that's worth it to me. I do want to say, I've been in a situation where I've been desperate for people's approval and attention, and I have told people that I did not want to tell or that I did not think wise to tell. And it always backfires on you. Yeah, me. don't do that. It's, um, it's if you need approval and validation, seek it from your community, your little community. Yeah, or join us on Patreon at patreoncom Pudding. Where else? Subscribe to our dot adult slash Sophie and Pudding because then you can join our Discord. And we have it on there. Is super sweet. We have a very sweet validating community. If you are looking for little friends, it's a great place to just chat. They're always talking about something. Mostly being wet or mushy. I that's that, that that seems is a, to be a at topic. least at least forty percent of the conversation. Oh, we also topic. talk about like <laughs> ABDL stories. We talk about um, like video games that we're playing. We talk about hobbies. We self care. Self care is a big one. We we show show pictures of the things we're working on. Like if we're if we're coding something mm-hmm. or if we're woodworking. We 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 show a lot of um, humanity. Uh, and I, I'm shilling our server a little, bit. but um, other servers, other yeah. communities are like this as it's, well. Like, it's, yeah, it's not about our server. It's do join somewhere if yes. you need that validation. Don't don't just take our advice that we gave today and use it to tell people that don't need to know. These are these are these are fail conditions. What we've given today are fail conditions. You don't want to fail. Don't fail on purpose because you want to feel better. Alternatively, if you're talking about actually actively telling someone who doesn't know that's a different discussion I think one that we talked about on a different episode where like, I think so I think it was the one where I was talking with my mommy and I did a very bad job of being confident <laughs> um, and I broke my own rule there but in that episode we talked a lot about how uh, your mommy came to know mm-hmm. ways that we can you can kind of ebb people into the situation instead of like throwing them into the deep end um, I don't remember what episode that is, so I'm sorry if you're interested in listening to it. I'm sure Robin would will tell the, the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> if you um, want to to know more about that episode, um, then listen to our entire back catalog of, like, 90 <laughs> episodes. Okay. Um, We don't have a bet, but I do want to ask a question. Okay. I want to know how you would handle a situation. Like, a hypothetical. Okay. And okay. Is, is that our bet? If... They're different. Okay. Okay. Your work. Okay. You have a job. It doesn't really matter what job. You work with people who are your equals. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Your work associates. One of them, one day you leave your phone open or something on a, a... a text with your mommy and it has a yeah. cute baby picture of you on it. Or I left our chat log open and then she sent the picture. I walked away from my phone, didn't know she would do that. So, um, somehow we've been compromised. Yes. I they they grab your phone, they they see this. You you might not know they see this, but they they call, they run over and they give you your phone. You open the phone, you see that that was on the screen. From this point onward, your coworker acts weird around you. Okay. How do you handle it? I think you just accept it. I think you just I think you just let them act weird around you and and you don't you never press that button. You never open that box. You just you just say, "Okay, that's our relationship has changed and that's just something I I have to accept." Because I don't think there's any good from 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 pr- opening that topic further I think opening it further just leads to more spill out more potential that more people will find out more potential that that, that your relationship will worsen I, I think the potential energy of that situation is very high and trends extremely negative okay if- I agree okay I don't think I would tell the person no I, the the potential for fallouts too great. So uh, let me change the analogy. Okay. Instead of um, a coworker, it's just a friend. See, I you've been burned by this more than I have, but I would I would tell the well, friends. What's it? Well, well, let's let's set parameters. Uh, yeah. It's a casual friend. You maybe met at school or met doing whatever adults do to make friends. I don't know what adults do to make friends. Um. It's apparently go on diaper forums and steal them <laughs> from other states. Uh, but you you casual friends, you're hanging out at the bar. Probably haven't seen them in a few months. and okay. they wanted to catch up right. and get a drink, they I see want, this on your I phone. I want you to elaborate. Is this someone I have a relationship not It's not an acquaintance at a, a like school or something who I will hang out with for this class, maybe this semester, maybe two semesters, and they are gone from my life. You're getting a drink at the bar, so it's like someone that maybe you've hung out with a few times, but like you haven't seen them in a few months, and you're quote-unquote catching up. If they're not a big part of your life. They're not influential I, to you. I think that is where I would deploy that it's a kink method and, and push them away and be like, I don't I don't want to talk about this with you. I don't trust you. This is the strongest way I have to shut down this conversation. And if it's something that you're receptive to, you've maybe earned a promotion to another friend here. But if it's something you're not receptive to, you've earned a promotion to no longer being my friend. Okay, how how would you you say that? Um, Uh, You come back out, uh, I, at the bar, looking kind of weird. Um, Like, your phone is slightly, like, moved... Um, I don't know, like, it was clear they weren't invading your privacy, it's just, Uh, they they maybe, like, clicked it off or something. In in that exact moment, I wouldn't do anything. I would just, we would just have a really bad time at the bar being awkward and probably excuse ourselves and, and, and go away, unless we move past it, but whatever. And then, in the future, I would probably message and be like, hey, I think you saw something on my phone. And I didn't mean for that to happen. It's uh, it's a kink thing and not really something I want to talk about. And I'd really like it if we could move past it. And if we can't, I understand. Okay, cool. That's a really weird in-between that we didn't discuss and something I really love, which is the idea of uh, coming back to it later, mm-hmm. addressing it later, going yeah. home, sending a, a thorough, thoughtful text message yeah. of this is how I feel about this. Um, that's smart. I wouldn't tell them at all. (laughs) (laughs) And then I I would obsess over it for the rest of my life, but I know I would never (laughs) tell them. I would think about it constantly. I still think about, like, Mm -hmm. what people thought of me in high school who knew. Like, I still think about those things, but I would never, Never. ever mention it. Do you want to make a bet on that? Of what people, what people, yeah, what, what people? Not what you think is better. What would you most likely what, do? What would you do? This is like a casual friend, um, someone who you you don't see that often and isn't like a huge facet of your life mm-hmm. and you're getting a drink, they find out that you like diapers because you accidentally left something up on your phone <laughs> or maybe even you were scrolling through something. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, this happens all the oh, time. Yeah. Where you're showing someone a picture and you accidentally scroll through the picture where you're a mm-hmm. baby and then you're just like, oh, no. I, uh, really quick, so I know we're really long, long time. Suggestion. If you're showing someone a picture, zoom in a little bit. That means that if they swipe left or right to look at your pictures, they move around on the picture. They don't get to swipe because you're zoomed in. They they, they 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 pan around that picture. I scr- pro tip. I screenshot the picture and then I go to my screenshots folder. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have screenshots of lewd stuff in there. I reorganize my pictures more regularly. <laughs> um, okay, those are those are quick tips. Yeah. So so what do you do if things get awkward? Do you do you Address it later? Do you address it? Um, okay, you know what? I'm going to have a three-way bet here. Okay. Do you address it immediately? Do you address it later in like a text message? Mm-hmm. um, Or a phone call or something? Or do you never, ever mention it ever um, again? Usual bet, I think more people lean towards me. I probably don't actually, but that's the basis of this bet. Um... I think more people realistically will do your thing of of never addressing it, and it'd be interesting if people address it. More people address it in the moment, and we both lose. Um, I think that it'll still be whoever of us is on like wins over the other. But I am oh, okay. I am personally from a from a data gathering standpoint, super interested in how many people would immediately address it, how many people would address it later, all or right. not at all. That's fair. Okay. I think that's episode. Boo. That was that was a long episode. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you for listening. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com/sophieandbet. you already said that. I already said that, but that's still our thing. You can also find us on Twitter at the usual Sophie and at the usual Chloe, or more aptly at the usual Bet. Um, if you have any comments on this episode, we have been getting an, an insane amount of emails. And as you can tell from this episode, we have been using a lot of them as topics for our future <laughs> episodes. Because they bring up a lot of good things that we don't really think about. We're on episode like 91 or something. Mm-hmm. And um, we're out of ideas. Well, so we I, we have an emergency backlog of ideas. But it's always nicer to have a fresh, ener- high-energy idea. Um, I love getting ideas from the community. Um, I think that's very fun and engaging. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, our email address. is theusualmailbox.gmail.com. It's also in the description for the episode. Thank you, Mimi, for to the theme song. Thank you, Juice, for our wonderful cover art. You can find him at patreon.com slash art. Shame on Kimmy for being busy. Ha- working? She, yeah, I think we're she's working like, she, it's just she, some, she totally is the, uh, shame on Kimmy for contributing to capitalism boo you can find her at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com alright okay, thank that's you everybody. All. thanks everyone for listening have a wonderful day mm-hmm. or night or or evening time. maybe morning I don't good morning good morning <laughs> <laughs>